Just short reading, just about 103 verses. 2 Kings 23, which when I lay a wee bit of foundation for what I have to say about the king. The king in this case is Josiah, who came to the throne when he was eight years of age, and uh, as always, siblings have been murdered as they did in those days when somebody came to the throne to get rid of their rivals. And his nurse had saved them, and the priest brought him up. And when he was eight years of age, he brought him out and then thrown him king. And it says, oh, that'll be, you know, if you read the kings, you get bad kings, you good kings, and bad kings, and good kings. You know. He did evil in the sight of the Lord, he did that was right in the sight. Well, Josiah was one of the ones that did right in the sight of the Lord. <laughs> and he got to the age of 18, and he brought in this wonderful revival, I'll tell you about it bit later on. And the king sent, and they gathered unto him all the elders of Judah and of Jerusalem. And the king went up into the house of the Lord, and all the men of Judah, and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem with them, and the priests, and the prophets, and all the people, both small and great. And they read in their ears all the words of the book of the covenant, which was found in the house of the Lord. And the king stood by a pillar, and made a covenant before the Lord. To walk after the Lord, to keep his commandments and testimonies and statutes with all their heart and with all their soul and to form, perform the words of this covenant that were written in this book. And all the people stood to the covenant. Amen. May God have the blessing to read me his word. I know it's a rally Burns time. My daughter's down in England. And she had a bird supper last night. She's still trying to educate the English, you know. You know, I was never, not particularly into birds. But I remember when I was at school, at primary school, I won a competition, an inter-school competition, for my recitation of a man's a man for all that. I remember it well because I, the prize was 30 shillings. And I got a new pair of trousers. <laughs> That then he come down from my brothers. <laughs> anyway, there's two phrases in one of the poems of the ones that I like. And the poem was a cotter Saturday night. And the cotter Saturday night is that me picture of the cotter and his family around the Saturday evening. The farm was all done. They've had their meal and gathered around the word of God. The phrase I love says, "He wills a portion." With judicious care. Amen. And after that, the, the, you, you just catch the reverence for the word. The other one and the line I like in is the hertz, either pert, that Max has rift or rang. Now I need to translate that from Maureen. <laughs> the heart's always the part that makes you right or wrong. Yeah. That's all right now. You'll get a spawn and after a couple of years you'll get a bit of tapping. <laughs> if I start talking Cornish, you wouldn't understand that. I agree. <laughs> That's why you don't get the given interpretation of tongues, you see. <laughs> the Bible puts the same emphasis on the heart. It's full of comments. It's out of the heart of man. Prestige evil, adultery, fornication. 
As a man thinks in his heart, so he is. Jesus says, don't let your heart be troubled. You believe God, believe me. The Lord is after wholeheartedness. Right back from the, to the law, the first commandment is, I shall love the Lord of God with all your heart, and soul, your mind. The thing that annoyed God, and upset God, in the Old Testament all the time, was the infidelity of Israel. Because they had a covenant. And the covenant was, they would serve the Lord their God, and Him only, wholeheartedly. And every time they served other gods, you know, we think God said, well, that's the covenant, was obey and you'll be blessed, disobey and you'll be cursed. The covenant there was a two-party thing, because the Israelites had signed on to that covenant. Yes, Lord, we will be. The covenant in the New Testament is a covenant of grace, and it's one-sided. It goes at all. We don't have to do a thing about it. So the Lord is after your whole life. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind. And God has no time for double-mindedness. You can't have a foot in both camps. Jesus says you can't have two masters. You love the one and hate the other. So God wants your whole-hearted devotion. The portion of scripture we read is a pattern of revival which occurs in each of the Old Testament revivals. The first thing it says is that they discovered the word. Or rather, they rediscovered the word. Young Josiah had ordered that the temple be repaired and cleaned out, and in the process of cleaning out, they found the book of the law, the Torah. And they read it to the king. And it said, Torah is close. Oh Lord, where on earth have we been up to? We haven't kept your word. And he told to the people the word of God. He gathered them all together, the whole assembly, and read it to them. And then it said beautifully, and they made covenant with the Lord. And all the New Testament kings revivals, the same as pattern. There was a move of the people to return back to the law and the word of God and to renew their commitment to heaven. So if they must repent and put away their false gods and build the Lord, he responded with victory and blessing. So we can have confidence, listen, no matter what is ahead of us. I'm telling you, this church is in transition. Every church is in transition. Because God is dynamic. You know? Yes, this manna ain't any good. Keep it too long at rocks. <laughs> There's new manna all the time. And we're in transition. And I want to say, no matter what's ahead of you, we need not fear. For instance, his commitment. And I'll give it to you. Just around me 31 verse 8. The Lord, He is He that goes before you. He will be with you. He will not fail you, neither forsake you, for you know it, neither be dismayed. What a lovely covenant you know, that God enters into us. This verse is a covenant we can depend on. It's an encouragement to the people of God to be faithful and have no other gods but to be first. 
Jesus said, put seek us the kingdom. And all these other things were added unto you. That's the case again, your priorities right. A few months back then, I think it was August, Ken Bothwick would have worked. Regarding what God wants to do now, but now we need to pay attention to prophetic words. You know, you know, prophetic word is only in part. You may see God for the filling of it. What does it mean, Lord? What does it mean for me? But Ken said, God wants to create a pure stream here. A stream to be built on the pattern according to that which is shown by Jesus. Now we're in transition, I think we have to transition from what I would call in my theological analysis. I'm going to say, you know, get with it. <laughs> we're moving from the mission stage to, to the body church. God is moving it. And we need to learn to adapt. You know, God wants to be a pure stream. So we're going to ask ourselves, what in the church do you want to build? What do we aspire to? And I want to tell you this, the body ministry, the body needs to tell the leaders what we're aspiring to, what God said to them. That's how the body is. We confirm one another. So what do you want? Do you want a messy church? Do you want a novelty church? Do you want a charismatic church? No. Do you want a denominational church? The denominations uh, have a bias of truth. They're all sustained by a central truth that, that brings a real bias. The only thing we want to be is an authentic church. An authentic church is that which is built according to the pattern of Jesus. You're going to go back to basic, you know. He is Lord. He's the the church and he leads. So what is the pattern? Let me read a wee verse from your Acts. Okay. Chapter 1 The form of Jesus I have made of evils of all that Jesus began both to do and teach until the day in which he was taken up after that he that through the Holy Ghost had given commandments unto the apostles whom he had chosen to whom also he showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible truths being seen of them forty days, and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which said he, ye have heard of me. And John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days. When they were therefore come together, they said to him, Lord, what will be the, at this time? Will you restore the kingdom? He said to them, It is not for you to know the time of the thief which the Father has put in his own power. But you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem 
and the Judea, and then Samaria, and then to the uttermost parts of the earth. Yeah. All that Jesus began to teach. There's two sermons I'd love to hear. I'd love to hear that one on the Emmaus Road. When you open up the scriptures, begin the Moses. Yeah. You know, and fall through the scriptures. And they'd be like, no one other hearts burned within them. And I'd like to be with them in the 40 days after his resurrection. When he was given up commandments for his church and the way forward. So actually give us that pattern. It says Jesus began more to teach until they was taken out that he through the Holy Spirit had given commandments unto the apostles whom he had chosen. The pattern we have to build on is laid out in the Acts of the Apostles. It's actually the Acts of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> you know. For the church in Acts is a Holy Spirit church. And the first word Jesus laid down is tarry. And in other words, do not attempt in your own power. When you minister in the flesh, you minister death. When you minister in the spirit, you minister life. It's essential, Jesus, tarry until you receive the promise of the Father. And the promise of the Father, Him in you, the hope of glory. And that's what we need. No. When you receive power to witness to the world, we go to the world to witness in power. The world needs to see a demonstration of the reality. They're going to look at us and see that we line up with what they read in the Bible. The comments you see, you know, if Christians live this Bible, <laughs> they would convert the world. <laughs> the world deserves a witness of power, not our ineffectual pronouncements. The church in Acts is a Holy Spirit church by commandment of Jesus. Now, the one thing is that all through the scriptures, like the pattern of the Bible, every church that Paul formed in his letters, he says, you received the word. <laughs> you heard the gospel. You received the word. Echo. The word forms of an area. We call that vacation. I love new convert enthusiasm. You know, new convert says, your life is wonder one. You say, you know, now that you're saved, you need to read this. This is milk to you. This is work for the newborn babe. This is why we grow. You know, man should learn. No, not by the Bible. But by the word of God. And they take the Bible away and they believe it. They come and say, hey, hey, look at this. That says God heals. That's right. Look at this. She's God answers prayers. That's right. Look at this. What it says. Is that true? And the wonderful thing is, yes, they believe it because nobody's told them yet it's not true. <laughs> we haven't got our hands on them yet. And rationalize it. We need to get back to the simple, the word is the word, and says what it says, and it does what it does. Let God be God, and every man a liar. Nobody told me it wasn't true. What it says is what it means. What pattern for the members of 
says they received the word. The word forms a behavior. We walk in the light, you see the light. We walk in the word. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Your word is a plumb line by which I make my decisions. Your word have I had in my heart that I may not sin against you. And they receive the Spirit. The Spirit directs and empowers. Right, so you know, they were led of the Spirit. Don't go to Asia, go to Macedonia. <laughs> I wanted to come to you by hand and then we were Paul, don't give up. I have many people in this place. The church that thrives and moves is the church that remains prophetic. If we're not prophetic, it's into the leading of God. Yeah? We just become maintainers. And then they'll cut the grass every week. The Lord always wants you to do a new thing. He's not creative. You can't exhaust him. He said, have you grasped that yet? Good, now let's move on. <laughs> have you got that? Now let me show you something new. Have you got that? You ain't seen half yet. When you hunger after them and move and repeat When the word says go, <laughs> or don't go, we need to follow. And the other thing is, when we hear the word and obey the word, God vindicate word. The apostle of what they say, don't preach anymore in this man's name. And they only gather the church and say, this is what I told you. The threatened us. What shall we do? And it says, Acts 4, 29. And they prayed, Lord, grant us boldness to proclaim your word that you might bear your arm in signs and wonders and glorify Jesus. The word is understood by belief in the Spirit. The natural man receives not things of the Spirit of God. You can't understand them. You can't even say Lord without the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, the author of the Word, illuminates the Word and becomes the remote Word. That's why after 60 years you can eat a portion you've been reading for 60 years and find something new. Because it's living Word. And God will spread up constantly out, plans it to your need. What was their message? Well, they were very evangelical. <laughs> they said, repent and believe. They were so caught up with the resurrection of Jesus. You know, and they were even very aggressive. You crucified them. But God raised them dead. You know, talk about winning your audience. <laughs> But they had the burden for the lost and the mission. Their burden was to fill the commission to the lost. And I said they continued in fellowship and in prayer. I want to tell you that. Jesus didn't say, My house shall be a house of prayer for nothing. That's the foundation. That's the listening point. That's when we get a brief. You know? And that's when we get a correction. Not my reward, but your way. And they had a priority. When the church grows, as they were, 3,000, 5,000, too many feet, they need a structure. The people complained 
You always get planes when things are falling apart, don't you? When things are not yet put in place and there's problems. And there's usually blame, it's their fault. They don't like us, they even rain. And that's the vision. So as we grow, structure becomes necessary. But the apostles became the priority. It's not right, he said, that we get tied up. We must give ourselves to prayer and the word. A point there, <laughs> serve as the leaders, to serve the tables. Interesting. You have to be full of the Holy Ghost to have the tables. There is no work for God diminished or demeaning. Heaven done for God and the Spirit of God builds the kingdom. You'll be filled with the Holy Spirit to serve tables. The church ministered in the power of the Spirit that was in them. Peter and John came to him when there was a man lying here looking for arms. And Peter looked down and said, so I wouldn't go out of a night. But what I have, I give you. What? Now God's given you a deposit to give others. Yeah. What do you have? We are filled. You are filled with the fullness of God. The only thing you can minister is out of your will. You minister out the excess. You fill you. Fill, overflowing, spring up to overflows. Somebody's yeah. not going to be a full scale. If you were starving, Lord, fill me fresh. They maintain the priority. What I have, I give you. We need to recognize what we have as children of God. We have authority to bind the words of Satan. We have authority to release. We have authority to speak healing. We have authority to destroy the words of the devil. We send out in his name. What we have we give. The trouble is, we're not bold enough to declare it. Who me? <laughs> Who me? <coughs> oh, I need to wait for the night now, no Benny Hinn. <laughs> Moses has to strike the rock before the war comes out. You're not going to see any vindication till you speak out. Till you speak out. God said, God will do, and declared it. And God will do. That's what the men say, Lord, grant this boldness. Speak your word. It's more important that we obey you than we obey men. The church has been squeezed today by political correctness. The fear of secular societies and all sorts of things coming against us. We need to be bold. Say, God is light. Speak the word, regardless of the consequences. But to see signs and wonders as they. Then it says, Great grace and power was among them. Daily, this is not to preach. Let me appeal to you. Mm -hmm. Will we purify the team? Will we get 
Krishna-Krishna volt, volna is akkor egy ébe. Amikor lássna vajza. Amikor egy csete. Amikor egy csajás pojna új. Így nem kapta vagy szlót. Like God be true. Wholehearted following. I like that one. They discovered the word, and all the people stood and made covenant to walk in it. To walk in the unadulterated word. To believe with every faith. And see what's going To be led by the Spirit. As many are led by the Spirit of the sons and daughters of God. That's the whole map. Is it me, Lord, or is it you? Go led by the Spirit. See his vindication among us. Romans 12 and 1 says, Bend yourself. Some of you are as long in the tooth and as me. Maybe you're mailed. When I first got saved, you know, I was a zealot for God. I was in the open air. We used to preach in the cinema queues. In the 70s, you know, that 70% of the nation went to the pictures. <laughs> and the two houses, the first set and the second set. And the second set was a queue outside to the first set and was done. And then we four deep around the block. We had a captive audience. <laughs> I'm a priest at the barracks for 25 years. And I go to church and preach, and you know, and the old boys would get, you know, for right, son. You're male. You're male. We want you to turn the world upside down. My prayer was, Lord, <laughs> Lord, <laughs> keep me young. Don't let me mail. Don't let me mail. Blend yourself afresh. Jesus, take up your cross daily. We discover the vitality of your early conversion. That's all. Cheer on Jesus. And look at my wholeheartedly. To the covenant. Lord, you go before me. Lord, you're with me. Lord, you'll never fail me. Lord, I'm going in your name.